ding 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 Even though there might not be a lot of evidence or proof about such topics, many still believe in it. Welcome to Mystery 101. Today we here with Kate, Bella, and myself. Please allow us to introduce ourselves. Hi, I am Bella, and since I was a kid, I've always been really interested in mysterious stuff. Like, I remember being so obsessed that I actually spent hours reading books and watching videos about this stuff. Hi, I'm Kate. I enjoy watching videos about conspiracy and mysteries on YouTube on a daily basis. I'm very intrigued by different ancient beliefs and various folklore. Hi, I'm Max. I am interested in history. I want to know the roots of both human beings and human civilization. Made me study deeper and deeper. It got me to Freemason and got me a lot of attention. So I want to share it with all my friends and listen it to each other. And today we're going to discuss a few creatures from Greek mythology and a secret organization called the Freemason. Do you all want to start with creatures? Yeah, why not? I mean, if you think about mysterious creature, what do you think of? Um, probably Bigfoot, the Nessie, or Yeti. Everybody knows about them, don't they? Yeah, true. But what about the Greek mythology? Do you guys know any Greek mythology creatures? Yeah, I think I've heard something about Medusa and Hydra. Oh yeah, those two are pretty famous. For me, I've heard about the Pegasus, which is like a horse that has a very large wings. But what about Blemias? Does anyone know what it is? Not exactly. I've never even heard of that before. Tell us more. I'd love to know about it. Well, I mean. You can call them as headless men. What? No way! How is that even possible? I mean, how can they still be alive without a head? Mm, it is believed that this species had no head, and you know what? Their mouth and eyes being seated with their breast. That sounds quite weird. Like I'm imagining this in my head, and they must look really scary, right? Actually, they aren't scary. Certain writers attribute Blemia's physique as an ability to raise both shoulders to an extraordinary height, while ensconcing their head in between. They were first described 2,500 years ago by Herodotus, a Greek historian. It said that they lived in the western part of Libya, which was known to be very hilly and thickly wooded. And teams with wildlife. No way! That that was such a long time ago. Do they still exist nowadays? I mean, you never know it, right? Anything could exist in thickest part of the forest and the deepest part of the caves. So they are a hostile creature, right? I mean, if you see people walk around with no head, would you be scared? I mean, I would. Nah, I don't think so. They are just different. What do you think? Do you believe they exist? I'm just fifty-fifty on that. I mean, like whoever saw Blemice might probably be tired or confused, you know. 
like at that time there were at wars and there might be warriors carrying shields and stuff many people have been killed and those warriors could just be carrying heads or bodies walking around and that guy who saw it was just confused or maybe he was smoking something and was high you know no one knows mm, i don't know I was going to believe in Venus, but when Bella mentioned that, I think it's reasonable too. It's hard to imagine headless people, but there's another type of creature that seems more likely to be true, which are the cyclops. Yeah, uh, I've heard about cyclops before. Um, I think they are the one who made Zeus Thunderbolt, right? Yes, that's them. The Hesoid Cyclops were one-eyed giants in Greek mythology. The original three were named Argies, Steropes, and Brontes. To be honest, like, one eye seems more possible and believable than a headless man. That is very true. <laughs> According to Hesoid, one of the earliest Greek poets, they were imprisoned by their father Uranus. Then their brother Titan Cronus and the other Titans overthrew their father but instead of releasing his Cyclops brothers, he imprisoned his brothers into Arteris, the Greek underworld. But then Zeus was able to release them, and since they were skilled blacksmiths, in order to show their gratitude, they decided to make Zeus the Thunderbolt, which has become his famous weapon. That sounds like an unmentionable plot. Oh, and by the way, I want to clarify more about Zeus. Zeus is the Greek god of the sky and thunder. He is considered to be the king of all gods and is known to be the strongest god of all time. Zeus has two brothers and they share the world between them to be separately. Zeus got the sky, his brother Poseidon got the sea, and Hades on the road. Well, thank you, Max, for the explanation. Um, let's continue with the story of the Cyclops. The Cyclops also gave Poseidon his trident, Athena her armor, and Hades his cap of invisibility, which was then used by them to defeat the Titans. The Cyclops dedicated themselves to making weaponry, and they were also believed to have built monumental works around Greece and Italy. Hmm. I still think that Blemius are more likely to have exist than Cyclops. Yeah, because you were the one who told the story. But, well, you know what? I actually have proof on this one, which make it even more reliable than yours. More than mine? Then you prove it. Tell us what creature you are talking about. So, you guys all know about mermaid, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Like the little mermaid? Or Barbie? It's just a cartoon for babies. Yes, but they're actually evident that people who work in the submarine capture mermaids in deep water. Was it viral video on the internet? You're right, but there's one creature called Siren which looks exactly like mermaid and it got people confused between these two. So what is a siren then? Siren is a dangerous creature from Greek mythology. What do you mean by dangerous? Well, they often like to seduce sailors with their beautiful voices. Based on Ovid's book, sirens are actually human, and they are friends with Persephone, the queen of the underworld. But when she was kidnapped by Hades, the god of the underworld, like hell, sirens asked for wings from the god to go find Persephone. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying that Hades, the god of the underworld, is 
kidnapping Persephone? Yeah, exactly. But what for? Um, it is said that after seeing Persephone, Hades became obsessed with her. He really wanted her to be his wife and his queen. Yet he doubted that the young, pretty goddess who loved the sun and flowers and life would want to marry her uncle and live in a huge cave full of dead and dead people. So there was only one resort left, and that was to kidnap her. What? I've not heard of that before. So basically, he wants a wife. So he decided to kidnap her. That's just so insane. Wow, that's kind of sad that she was kidnapped. But I mean, at least Siren are trying to help her, right? Yeah. However, in another version, the story said it was actually Demeter, the goddess of agriculture, who cursed sirens to be half-birds for not taking good care of Persephone. Based on the legend at the beginning, sirens are half-human, half-bird creatures. It doesn't have a mermaid tail. But in the 16th century, the European scholars found those ancient Greek literature without illustrations. So that's why they imagined the sirens could have tails. I mean, it's kind of similar. So, what exactly is the difference between sirens and mermaids? Actually, in terms of appearance, they look pretty identical. However, sirens are often defined as beautiful but dangerous creatures. Meanwhile, mermaids love peace and they do not mess with humans. Based on Homer's literature, sirens only live on the island near Italy and Sicily. Meanwhile, mermaids live in deep water. I have question. Hmm, let's say if someone is facing the siren, how could they protect themselves then? I mean, they could be mermaids or maybe siren. It's kind of hard to say. Sirens are really dangerous for people who don't know about their voices. People back then tend to believe that if they cover their ears before they meet with a siren, they will survive and all will go well. The sailors just go out as usual after that. They will survive? So basically, the sailor can just cover their ears when they think they are silent in a close distance. That's all. Isn't that too easy? I mean, if they are dangerous, just cover your ears. I know, but that's what has been told. Probably if you don't go near the water, then you should be fine, right? Yeah, that's pretty interesting and frustrating at the same time. Okay, so since we're on the topic of water... A Greek monster popped into my mind. Have you heard of the Hydra? Yeah, I think I've heard of it. All I know is that it has many heads. Mm, for me, I have not. Okay, so I'll tell you what the Hydra is. Hydra is a water monster in Greek and Roman mythology. It's believed that it is a giant snake with many heads. Its home was at the Lake of Lerna in the Argolid. Lerna was believed to be the entrance to the underworld. And according to the story of Hercules, he was sent to kill this monster. It's said that the monster was able to grow two heads for every head that has been cut off. Moreover, the Hydra's breath is poisonous and will kill anyone who crosses its path. Hydra seems to be so powerful here, and it seems to be so immortal. I guess it could still be alive somewhere, right? Not really, no. In the end of the story, it's said that Hercules was able to kill the Hydra by using fire to scorch the open neck stump every time a head was cut off. I would not like to encounter Hydra or anything along those lines. 
But wait, since you were mentioning about snakes, Medusa would be the first thing that pops up in my head because she has snakes on her head too. Yes, you're right. Medusa also has a snake on her head, but those snakes are actually her hair. And it's said that whoever looked into her eyes would be turned into stone. Yeah, actually, I saw that in many movies. Like you said, whoever looked into her eyes is turning into stone. She is the real monster in the many movie. People are trying to kill her. Like in movie Percy Jackson, Crash of Titans, and in a game called God of War. Yeah, many people see her as a monster, but only few people know that before she turned into a monster, she was a pure and beautiful woman. She actually got raped by Poseidon and got punished by Athena. She was actually a good person before. Wait, wait. Uh, so she was raped, but instead she got a punishment for that? To be honest, this sounds pretty unfair. I mean, her story was used as a tool in many movies and cartoons. This is so just unfair for her. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know that she actually got raped. Like, she's the victim here. I kind of feel bad for her, and I just don't get the fact that in many movies, people respect Poseidon and Athena. I mean, if your story is true, he is a serial rapist, and Athena is just a jealous woman and curse her. Um, if you look at today's part of view, I totally agree that it is just bad at not okay, but don't forget that back then people were implanted to be believed in masculinity. This is very huge topic that we can argue all day, and we can talk about that later in our next episode. I think that enough for today. Next, we are going to have a quick break, and we'll come back with our next session which is going to be about the secret organization. We would not be able to do this podcast without the guidance of Mr. Sasha Horst Funk, who is the lecturer of JM231, writing for broadcasting and digital media at the Faculty of Journalism and Mass Communication, Tamasat University. He is also the founder of MyTai.org website. This website provides a lot of news and good stuff, which you all can check out. of the secret organization called Freemason. I'm pretty sure you guys might have heard it, right? Yeah, I think I've heard of the name, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. For me, I have not. Is it like Illuminati? Nice question. Ha! But I won't tell you before I tell you the history of Freemason first. Freemason is the largest worldwide federal secret society that gathers all famous and important people around the world to join their organization. It is believed to exist even before religions. Wow, that actually sounds super ancient. Yeah, it is. Because some fairly said that Freemason arose in 1964 BC. 
which is the period of King Solomon. In that time, King Solomon wanted to build Wahala, which is wisdom from God, to keep Ten Commandments and Holy Grail, which is legislation and property of God. Is the Vihara still there? There is no answer where the Wahala and God property is. Right now, because during the course of the Crusade War, Templar warriors somehow obtained the Freemason secret, which make them magically become super wealthy. It would be impossible for just a normal group of warriors to suddenly become wealthy without a secret of Freemason. Wow, so what kind of information and secrets does Freemason have then? I really want to know that one. Well, because of how ancient this organization is, they have been collecting knowledge and secrets of centuries. They even know about the Holy Grail. Uh, wait, wait. Isn't the Holy Grail the cup from the Bible? Yes, that's the one. Many archaeologists believe that it truly exists, and there is also a story that anyone who obtains it will be blessed with wealth. Oh, so that explains why these warriors suddenly become rich. Yes, because they have Holy Grail in their hands. Wow, so how important is Freemason nowadays? I must tell you first, there was a period where many secret organizations exist. This meant the government wanted to sort of ban all of them. However, Freemason members are actually really powerful people. So that's why how they were not shut down and remain until today. I see. So how will we know who are members of Freemason then? Good question. It is quite difficult to notice and identify actually. They could just be anyone, but accordingly, Freemason has a really weird and unique way of doing handshake. Can you please explain further on that? What sort of handshake is it? Well, for example, when Mason are having a handshake, one might press their thumb on the other person's thumb to indicate that I am Mason and this is my rank. Ah, uh, that's pretty interesting. So it's like a secret code then? Yes, it is. And if you search on the internet, you would find well-known people with weird handshake. For example, the picture of the Pope and Barack Obama having weird handshake when they met in the White House. Really? So are you saying these two are members of Freemason? Who else is in Freemason then? Yes, it is believed so. Some even say that Mozart was also a Mason. What? Mozart the composer of classical music? Yes, and George Washington is Mason as well. No way! The first president of the United States was a Mason? Yes. Actually, if we are talking about George Washington, Archaeologists believe that the U.S. is an ideal country for Freemason. According to the historical evidence, there was a drawing of the ceremony that laid the U.S. Capitol cornerstone, and in the picture, everyone in there has a Freemason symbol. Really? So does that mean the U.S. is like the capital or the headquarters of Freemason? Not exactly. Originally, Freemason is from Europe, but... The interesting part is that the capital city of U.S., Washington, D.C., has a city plan that looks like a Freemason symbol. 
Hmm. So you're saying that the structure of the city is built to look like a Freemason symbol. That would make sense when you said George Washington was a Mason. Yeah. When you look at the map of Washington, D.C. and draw the line from each Mason statue, you will get the line that built up to a Freemason symbol. Oh, that's amazing. But I feel like someone that is able to do this must be really rich and powerful, right? Because all these statues must be located somewhere important. It's not an easy job to exactly create and connect a symbol using a whole city. Yeah, 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 you're right. Moreover, their operating locations are usually located in capital city around the world. This means that they must be really powerful in order to operate the main cities like this. Another story is that Freemason buried one of the Masons, whose name was Albert Pike, inside the operating location, which is illegal to do in America. <laughs> but they still managed to do that. Yeah. yeah. Basically, they can break the law then, but... But who's Albert Pike and why do they have to bury him there? Albert Pike was like the smartest of all Masons. He was so brilliant that other Masons start to call him Vizard because he basically studies everything from philosophy to religions or even black magic. Whoa, black magic? Yes, black magic. Moreover, he was also founder of Ku Klux Klan's. Oh, the KKK, the group of people that believe in white supremacists and wear that scary all-white outfit, right? Yeah, KKK. People believe that Albert Pike is the founder. I know it is not something to look up for, but besides this, he used to mention the reason that would ignite the world war even before it happened. Oh, like you're saying he predicted the future using black magic? Or was he just the person who wants it to happen? No, 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 no. He was the one who commanded. Like, he was the person behind the world war. Hmm. What do you mean by that? Can you please explain more? Um, just a little while before world war occurred, there was a letter that was signed by the word AP. The content in the letter was an order to attack certain countries, which later ignite as World War. It was command. It was his command. Hmm, that's really interesting. I mean, we kind of always knew there must be someone behind the World War, but we never really know who it was. Yeah, that's true. So what does Freemason do right now? Mm, they believe that they still secretly control the society because many of members are powerful and well-known people who possess the ability to create an impact on society. I see, I see. So can we join Freemason? That's the question I've been wondering. Yes, you can, but you must be a man. And honestly, it is really difficult. You must be invited by true previous Mason member only. Then probably I have no hope in joining this organization. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I see. I know that a bit unfair, but as I mentioned before, this organization is an old, and that's why they have an old belief of masculinity. But you know what? They actually have an operating location in Thailand as well. Really? Where is it? I've heard that they are located in Bangkok, Pattaya, and Chiang Mai. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, it is. 
Some countries even have a dedicated faculties, especially for Freemason. Wow, that's that's pretty dope, right? Yeah, it's super interesting. Maybe I'll search it up. Wow, I feel like those things could be around us all the time. You know, I mean, all the people who are around us might be in the very top secret organizations of the world. That is just so crazy. Definitely. All these things could be real or fiction. I really think that it depends on each person's beliefs. Some evidence might seem trustworthy to some people, whereas some people might feel very differently about it. Of course, it cannot be hundred percent guarantee whether these stories are real or only fiction. Many of these mythical creatures were written by historian or writer a really long time ago, and well, secrets of organization would not be called secret if we can confirm they really do exist. It is lot of speculation around both of these topics. All information we've provided has been gathered from the internet, with some of our own opinion as well. Thank you for tuning in and listening to our podcast today. We really appreciate it. In our next episode, we hope to bring you some mysteries closer to home, and that will boggle your mind even more. We will see you next time. Bye. See you next time.